You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Technology and Society with Aki Anastasio. Hello, Aki. Good morning, Mr. McKaiser. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Sure. No, partly how your last few days has been. I feel the heat in the studio. <laughs> it's a good interview. I enjoyed it. So what do you make of John? He's listening in the car. He's probably listening in the car. Listen, I think politics in South Africa is really fascinating and the way it's evolving. I think you asked some really good questions about racism and the land question and all those sort of things. And I, I, I do agree with your other callers to say that you know, we do need good opposition parties. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know I, what? I, I, firstly, I, I, I like John more than he thinks. I really like him. Firstly, as a professional. Yeah. I, unfortunately, we've, we've got thin skins, all of us. Yes. Um, in the media and, and politicians. And we, the, the relationship between media and politics has always fascinated me, Absolutely. even before I came into it. And what John and I have, which I think is about as healthy as it gets, as a good standard, is a good mutual professional respect. I'm sure we've got private views about each other. Yeah. But I think he's an excellent MP. I think he, no one else is as authoritative in understanding the rules and the role of parliament. He's absolutely brilliant, excellent chief whip, leader of the caucus as well. Um, I think he's also sometimes been unfairly maligned. Mm. And... I have a subjective bias in favor of he didn't want to take what I ascribe to him as his, his privilege, as, as his not privilege, his style of communicating. Oh, okay. I mean, there, I think, John, if you're listening, you're just being disingenuous. Um, of course, John is adversarial and engaging. The things he accuses the party of being in terms of being too combative, that is John's DNA and he embodies yes. the entire DA style. Yes. But I kind of, I kind of like that. I wish our politics lend itself more to that. The problem is that we live in a ah shame kind of society, which is part of the reason why I never yeah. thought of going into politics. Because if you were growing up in a Model C school, a private school, the Oxford debating club that I used to do when I was at Oxford, you just not there's something about South African political culture that doesn't lend itself to that. But where where John tries to drive a wedge between. The party deciding to attack the ANC. Even in this interview, someone says to him, what do you think of the land question? Yeah. The, well, let me tell you about the ANC. You know, yeah, it's no. like, you know, you're being disingenuous. So I actually think he's an excellent candidate, mm. but I think he's sometimes under the heat, struggles to, to just pull back. He did better in this interview than he normally does. Um, but you've got to own your privilege. Yeah. You can't give me a definition of racism, structural racism. Try and sound woke for five minutes. Yeah. You get the language right. And then when I say to you, have you got privileges? Then you want to tell me that Mbali is your neighbor. Well, no, no, but you see now. <laughs> Come on, John. You know, you know what I love about your, your interviews is that when the privilege question comes up, you know, you peel away these layers of these things and uncomfortable conversations, but it really makes everybody think, including myself listening to the interview about privilege and about it. And of course, you know, we've been, as a white person, I've been privileged, right? Um, but it, it made me think about a lot of other things during your interview. Mm. But I'm glad you're not in politics because, hell, if you were in politics... I wouldn't last I was in, in politics. politics. That's why I've got respect for these guys. Because I'm scared of you as a debater. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would last precisely because... You think so? I think you do so amazing in No, politics. because I think we shift how we evaluate people when their roles change. People say sometimes to me, why don't you join a political party? I promise you now... Firstly, not everyone likes me on radio, but even if you do like me reluctantly as a, as a, as a host that, that, that goes there. Yes. Once someone takes on a new role, look what happened to Dr. Mampela Rampela. We all said like yeah. amazing academic activist. Do so well. Then yeah. you go into politics. Then we, we, we almost shift 
the frameworks we use with which we view people. Take another a counter example to that. If, yeah. you, if you look at someone like Lendiwe Mazubuko, beautiful interview last week on the show. Mm. As soon as she left politics, we started listening to her more generously. So interesting. Listen, politics is tough, eh? It's, it's, really it's really, really tough. It's really tough. As is being a tech journalist. Well, no, not as tough, <laughs> I think. But yeah, uh, good morning to you. I hope you had a good weekend. You so said, yes. I don't know. I don't want to trigger you. Have you do, do do the listeners know what happened to you? Oh, with oh no, I had a, an attempt smash and grab this weekend. Uh, I haven't told my listeners. And thanks to a guy called Stefan and his wife who stopped. They were parked behind me, but I was literally traveling on Saturday afternoon. I stopped at the intersection of Bowling Road and Witkoppen Road. That's scary. I'm so often on that road. I was on the phone, and I'm very conscious and aware of my surroundings. But I I did see these two guys on the bridge, and I looked at them at the corner of my eye. But then as I took my mind off for just a second, I just heard this smash on my my left-hand side. Guy put his arm through my window. And you've got one of those dash cams that Yusuf was talking about. Yeah, I've got Apple a dash cam, yeah, but it looks forward, but it does record the audio inside. Can we see. play the audio? Well, um, I don't know if it will be clear. A, no, it, sure, it will be clear, but um, I, I think this, there might be a little bit of… Uh, warning. Uh, warning. Um, okay, here we go. Are you ready for this? This is what happened to poor Aki. Okay, listen. My cousin's Sailor? It was literally like in two seconds I was talking to oh, a friend of mine on the phone. So I wanted, I was trying to figure out who did the foot sack come from, you or him? No, him. <laughs> him. It was him. Him. He came in, he smashed in. Because I resisted, you see, I grabbed his arm and then I pushed my phone down on the floor of the Jesus. driver's seat. And then he tried to pull his arm away from me and yeah. I tried to pull off, but I was in third, unfortunately. Mm. But, you know, it, it, you know, whatever happens, you get, it's traumatic, you know, for anybody. Course, and, yeah. um, yeah, it's such an invasion no, of your privacy. Absolutely. So. Abel, please go get him some sugar water. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh. I'm fine. <laughs> Whiskey, please, Abel. <laughs> <laughs> so you've it got is. some Dettol there. Is that your coronavirus panic stricken response? No, this is yours. This uh, is what's in, been in the studios. We've why is it in the studio? It's from management. But who's touched it? <laughs> Do you know it's incredible when you think about when you when you start analyzing your your movements, what you've touched, who you've touched, when you touch them. You know, we, we're making a deal about the fingerprint system going getting into the building, right? But when you leave the studio, you got to open the door with your hands. I do the bottom one because I, okay. I, I when I came back now from the bathroom, I had a, a split second where I was trying to decide which. I know this is so irrational. Which part of the door handle is probably the least touched, touched. the least often? Yes. Right? But, I, but I also, and I listened to you in Bongani this morning, I also feel like I haven't done enough homework while being off air the last few days because we've got to think very carefully, Aki, and that's why I'm interested in your first um, item for today's yes. show. We've got to think very carefully about the media's role. We shouldn't insert into the public, as fun as it is in inverted quotes, yes. evidence-insensitive um, stories and anecdotes about how we are responding to this thing, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. And it's it's a it's a very sensitive issue. It's a very serious issue. Um, but I, I think it's forcing us all to look at our hygiene and how what it's we touch and how much we touch, 
how often we wash our hands, etc., etc., which is not a bad thing, absolutely. So our first story, you know, we're hearing a lot about this coronavirus, obviously, and a lot of uh, companies are saying to employees, now, this is happening mainly in the United States, you know, Facebook, for example, Google, Twitter, they've all told their staff, whoever needs to work remotely, you can do so. Is it possible here in South Africa? You look at the high data costs, do we have the right equipment, etc., etc. But what's interesting is that um, this coronavirus is going to have a profound change on how we do business, how human beings interact, how business meetings are taken, taking place. Mm. Um, and, and I must tell you something, uh, in the last three weeks, two weeks in particular, I've had two local events being cancelled mm. because of the fears of coronavirus. Internationally, three conferences that I was due to attend in the, in the next two months have been cancelled. And some of those conferences have now switched to using video conferencing so you can get into the conference and you can have a different experience of a conference as opposed to being there in person. Mm. And a lot of these companies that have got these kind of products are now making them freely available. Mm. Um, and you know, normally you get trial versions and you can do Skype video and you can do all sorts of other video things, but they work very well, actually, these video conferences and you can have numerous amounts of people if you haven't used them. So, um, if you are any companies that are listening and you don't use this kind of technology, we've got a full list on our website of what you can do. Um, so there's obviously Google Hangouts Meet, which is one of them. You can, um, you know, Google are using this with all their employees at the moment. Uh, so that's the one. Then there's one called Log Me In. Okay, which is another product that you can use. Uh, Microsoft have a product called Microsoft Teams, um, and it's part of you know you can use it in within Office three six five and mm. you know video conferencing is very big. Um, the one that I love the most is one called Zoom, and Zoom is really so easy. There's a basic free version. There's unlimited time for free conferences. You can you host it up to forty to a hundred different participants. Um, so if you got uh, you know, eight people around the country that you need to have a meeting and they normally would fly into Joburg, start using these kind of things. Um, and a lot of these companies that have a free limited time period for you to trial their programs throughout this coronavirus that have extended it. It's a promotion for them, hoping that people are going to use this long term once coronavirus moves out. Another product that's really amazing and works really well, as I mentioned, is Zoom. Um, and, and, you know, all of the other products that, you know, Cisco have got a product called Webex, for example. Um, so there's, there's, there's quite a few that you can use. Um, but those are the really, the, the big ones that are out there and hmm. all the big ones like, uh, from Google, Microsoft, um, and, and all the other tech companies have all got similar products. Hmm. But, you know, log me in. Uh, Webex is a good one. Uh, uh, Google, um, uh, Microsoft Teams is another good one. Zoom is another good one that you can use as well. Mm. So th those are kind of the big ones that you can use, and they work really, really well. And they optimize the bandwidth accordingly. So if you're in an area that might not have fiber or 4G, for example, it optimizes according to the speed of your connection. Mm. Fantastic. Then big question is tracking. Yeah, I, I am loving and fascinated by the research that's going on and it, it's, it's absolutely amazing. You know, I love big data and I love analytics and I just love what and how they're tracking the coronavirus. Um, and they're tracking it so effectively that they're actually picking up some interesting traction in, uh, you know, on maps and they're using fancy data analytics like this that really can track an infection from when it gets reported and using, um, uh, you know, AI and analytics and big data to kind of predict 
where those people went. So we know, for example, how it got into Italy, and th- there was a bigger, there was a, there was one in Munich as well earlier in, in January, and they averted a lot of this because of the uh, analysis and the intelligence that they had to try and prevent it from fre- from spreading further. So they are using such sophisticated methodologies of analyzing data at the moment that we've never seen before mm. in any kind of outbreak. I know that, uh, for example, when we had Ebola in Africa, uh, John Hopkins University had a similar uh, product that they actually predicted from social media and the way people were talking about their various conditions by scraping their data they were able to predict uh, the outbreak of Ebola before the World Health Organization had in, it, mm-hmm. it announced it you know so there's a lot of information that we can gain and start putting predictive analytics to prevent it from spreading any further so it's going to be very interesting to watch going forward what transpires from this I mean and look at the the, the, the mapping that they are coming up with it's absolutely fascinating just by by plotting mm. the data as it comes in. And then lastly, I've got this phone of, oh, gosh, <laughs> I did that on purpose. This toxic masculinity. <laughs> no, no. I threw the phone to you, see this. It's on the floor. This is the Cat 52 smartphone. And it's probably one of the most rugged devices in the world. And you can throw it against the oh, wall. Okay. It, it won't. Now, you know what's interesting about this phone? Throw it to Abel. That's it. That's it. Throw it as hard as you like. like a you see this just thrown it on the other side of the room. Do you know how petrified we get as human beings of cracking a, fo- a phone screen? Yes. I do. mean, if there's one thing <laughs> that you are petrified about, I am. I've cracked the screen just by it falling off my lap, mm. literally half a meter from the air. And it cracks. Now, this is the new cat. Stop dragging about your height. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Caterpillar 52 phone. Now, Caterpillar, as you know, make these, uh, you know, rugged trucks and, and construction equipment. And this is really designed for people that are out in the go and on these construction sites. But they've actually made it, uh, you know, the, 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 the one that came out before, it was really bulky and it wasn't, it wasn't a great looking phone. This one is more, uh, Pleasing to the eye, it looks like any other smartphone, but it has the strength, uh, a lot more strength than your average smartphone. And uh, Caterpillar have done a fine, fine uh, production with this one. They've also got a great camera on the phone. It's a very good battery. But if you're looking for a rugged phone that's going to cost you around about 10000 bucks, look at the Cat52 phone. I've been really impressed with it. And uh, that's it for me this week. Next week, I'm going to be bringing into the studio and reviewing the spectacular Samsung S20. Oh, the latest one. It's just fabulous. That zoom on that phone is insane, Eusebius. Great. Looking forward to it. Looking across to yeah. that building there, you can zoom in a hundred times and mm. you can read stuff on, this, on, on, a, on a surface that you can't see from I'm here. I'm bored with my Samsung that I have. It's time for a new Why one. Why are you bored with it? I don't know. I just want a new gadget. And Do one you that zoom can in take, that often? Can take. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs>